Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Before we get started on today's episode, can I ask you a favor? If you find this podcast helpful, it would mean so much to me if you could pass it along to a friend who might benefit from our discussions here. You can just share it on social media even. It could be as easy as passing a LinkedIn text message. But it would mean so much because my mission is to help female founders succeed and uncover the right strategies for sales and marketing. And so spreading the word about this podcast would really help in doing that. Okay, thank you. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome to this week's episode. We're talking about community. And this topic is one that I really have struggled with. And I want to share a little bit about my experiences, finding communities, sort of running into the wrong community, and why ultimately having community when you're building a business is so important. And this certainly is not a topic that is new. I think a lot of consultants and coaches and business providers and growth, you know, mindset people are always talking about community. But for many years, I, I was so, I want to say like resistant to the idea of like finding my people, quote unquote. I think that it's sort of cliche, um, but I knew that it was important, right? And so I want to share a little bit about my journey because it's been, I think, about a five or six year journey of trying to find my people in business. And I think I have some learnings that may be helpful for you. So why do we want to find community anyway? So I think at the basis of it, a lot of us that are carving our own path, doing something entrepreneurial, whether you're a founder or you have a side hustle or what it, whatever it may be, it's oftentimes we're kind of like the only ones in our immediate sphere that are, that are doing those things. I think that, you know, because as entrepreneurs, right, all the founders that are listening, I think are we're so inundated with information on like how to build a business and we know like all the accelerators and you know we we tune in for the webcat the 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 webinars and all of those stuff those things but you know if we step back and we look at our friends and our family like that world is completely foreign to them a lot of times and I think it it just tends to be something we don't pay a lot of attention to right and what that means is it's really difficult to talk to our friends and to have them really understand what we are going through when we're, you know, launching a new campaign or doing product development or whatever, like, yeah, hopefully you have people in your life that will like listen to you and nod and be supportive. But to really be understanding the pains of, you know, wasting money on Facebook ads, or like not like hiring the wrong person to manage your social media, like these nuances of running a business is just so important to have others that really get what you're going through. 
And so all that to say is it sometimes can get kind of lonely as an entrepreneur or just feel like it's like you and your computer. I know that I've felt that way so much. And I've even been in situations where I'm talking with my dear friends and I know that they are so supportive, but I start getting into the nuances of, you know, problems with my scorecard or like underperforming website traffic and just their eyes glaze over like bless them of course like that's just is not exciting or interesting and so what I've managed to do is kind of collect these really lovely friendships that and I'm going to share a little bit about how how they came about um with like three or four entrepreneurs that we we tend to naturally touch base every couple months um and just as like a venue where we can listen, we can be supportive, we can understand 100% what the other's going through. And that's sort of like what prompted me to do this episode because this past week, you know, it just occurred to me to reach out to one of my my dear friends who, who, I, who like, you know, we're not like childhood friends, but he has a business. I've actually interviewed him on the podcast. Shout out to Kemi. Um, you just means so much to me to be able to have it's like a level of openness um so kemi is one uh and i met him i i explained on the podcast episode which i'll link to the podcast episode we did together we met at an a tony robbins event um but kemi's one but i have three or four other founders that we can just really like cut the bs get on the phone and say like this really failed and I feel really bad or this is doing really great or this strategy is really working for us. And it is so incredibly freaking important because to get to the brass tacks of like, okay, I can learn the strategies. I can put together those tactics and be on this platform or whatever it may be. But to hear like what others are trying, what others are succeeding or failing in is the type of data that is really, really meaningful. I mean, you can hear like, coaches and teachers or whatever share the results that their like students have had but it's quite another thing to like be with the founder and say like hey we ran these ads on this platform we spent this much money this was our cost per per acquisition this is the conversion rate right um from like people who downloaded the lead magnet to those who booked the call like i love digging into those numbers and sharing those numbers with my entrepreneurial friends right um and so i want to help you find that like if you don't have that i'm going to share a little bit about how I've found these friends. And so I mentioned that I met Kemi at event. Um, but I sort of have had like a little bit of a hero's journey of myself with finding my my right community. So when I first moved to Miami, which was now almost uh, six years ago, which is unfreaking believable. Um, but we were living abroad. I hadn't lived in the U.S. kind of for a long, like for extended period of time for a while. And so I just knew like, you know, my, my, all my friends, my family, you kind of, you know, if, if you've moved around a lot in your life and you've kind of moved back to like your home country or your home state or your home city, like it's really easy to kind of get into a rut of like finding the same kinds of people. So for entrepreneurship, like I found in my immediate circle, and of course, I've got like two young kids and we're doing school pickups and all these things. And the parents that I run into are not part of this entrepreneurial community. So it took like a real effort. So I ended up 
of course, like <laughs> me, like not being able to just freaking calm down. I, I have to like be the leader of the group. So I really quickly became chapter lead for a, a group called Fem City. And Fem City is this I believe it's international, but it's at least national network of just female entrepreneurs, female um, females in business. And it's a platform to connect. There's events, there's chapters in different cities. Um, actually, the 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 founder of Fem City is from Miami, um, who I got to meet in person. And so through that, I sort of went through the process and got onboarded to be chapter lead. And I would host um, monthly events, get different founders together. And it was like a real mixed bag. There weren't a lot of um, like traditional startup founders in that group, in my experience. That doesn't mean that they don't exist. Um, but there were a lot of, you know, small business owners that were females and even women that were just in bigger organizations that wanted a chance to kind of connect and talk and, and grow. And it was a really great experience. Um, but what I found after doing that for like a year and a half was I had this like unsettling feeling that I wasn't quite matching up with exactly who I wanted to be because I knew I wanted to get more involved with women that were building tech companies and sort of the, you know, founders who I know a lot of you listening to this podcast. And honestly, it was like really guilt ridden for me to leave the group. Um, and it took me I think I, you know, kind of toiled with it for like about three or six months. Because again, like, it is nice to be in community. But the problem is, is that time is so limited. I just feel like, you know, you have to be really choosy with how you spend your time. And I knew I wanted to find uh, a different group. So I kind of relinquished my uh, duties with Fem City. And I started like with a Google search and I was like, where can I find, uh, you know, women that are fundraising and women that are sort of building tech companies and all of this stuff. And I found SoGal, which is another international community that I know I've spoken about quite a bit on this podcast, but I found SoGal and I applied to be chapter lead there because of course I couldn't just be a member. Um, so I quickly became chapter lead for SoGal in Miami and started with monthly uh, Coffee Connect events where we were connecting investors and founders. And that was really great. I met so many really interesting and dynamic founders. And it was a great place to have a venting space for for all of us together. Just what are the challenges? You know, we and it's so beautiful, especially with community of women, where again, and it's not just women, because of course, I have male founders that I have this relationship with, but in community, you know, where you kind of like cut out the bullshit and you're like, listen, you know, I just, uh, it's COVID and I just like got a bank loan for this amount of money and I had to shut down like my physical space. Like, what the hell am I going to do? Right. Having these conversations, it's just in having people that understand is, is so important. So 
from my experience with SoGal, and I still run the chapter, but through COVID and sort of regulations with different events and sort of like a saturation, I think, of events in Miami City, we sort of parred down those monthly Coffee Connects and, and sort of um, reevaluating like what's going to be the most useful for the community. And when I say we, um, is sort of the intro to another founder friend who is... Um, who I also I actually haven't had her on the podcast yet. We've attempted to record podcasts and then we just get carried away with talking and then we don't actually record the podcast. Um, but Linda Andrews, who's the founder of Lila Life, is my co um, lead for SoGal South Florida. So through the experience of SoGal, I got introduced to this like wonderful, beautiful friendship with this, with Linda, this other uh, founder. And we were able to sort of combine our chapters, combine our ideas, and sort of share the burden of leading the community. But, but I say that because it's sort of a long way to finding that connection. But Linda and I were able to develop a friendship over, you know, months and months of having, you know, regular meetings together and sort of slowly sort of becoming more vulnerable for, for each other, sort of sharing what's going on in our personal lives and our business. And that's really how I've made that really wonderful friend. And through different networking events, I also have picked up some great friends and some new friends that are that I'm in the process now of like building that relationship with um, people I invite to be on the podcast, um, people that I just get in meetings to share value. But every time I have a conversation with another founder, I leave just it's like a therapy session. You just feel totally recharged. You, you know, you encourage each other, you give each other sort of like hope and that stamina to move forward. And it's so interesting because there's so many times where I've, I've been in with found with other founders and it's, you know, we're all going through the same things. It's all like, is this worth it? Like, oh man, I ran out of money or like I've been fundraising for X amount of months and it's so frustrating and we're all going through the same things. And it's just not stuff that like... At least in my case, that like God love her, my mom could, my mom, for example, could really like give me really good advice on, right? Because it's just not the experience that she's having or my friends, right? Or my brothers, whatever. So that's sort of how I've found my people. But what I also wanted to share is why it's important to have founder friends as you get higher along in the level that you're functioning at. So we know that you kind of are the sum, or you've heard this phrase, this is like a Jim Rohn phrase, like you are the culmination of like the five people you hang out with. And in entrepreneurial space, of course, that's so important, right? To find people that are doing what you want to do, that are further along than you, um, but at the highest level, right? In the founders that I've worked with as fractional CMO, so in these like super successful, like seven, eight, you know, multiple eight figure uh, revenue companies, um, startups, right, that having that network is really practical. So I'll give you like a tangible example. So last year in the marketing world, there was like an Armageddon, which was the iOS updates. And... Facebook ads just were abysmal. Like the performance was abysmal. And I was, of course, the 
captain of the ship, the marketing department, as I am. And we were just like baffled, baffled because we we knew we were taking right action. We were bringing in, you know, expert consultants. We were just like talking to the best in the world. And the way that we navigated that particular situation is by by literally reaching out to other founders that were at the same level, right? That were that were spending the same budget on ads that had the similar audience and just like honestly asking them for their stats and their advice and their recommendations on consultants, all those things. It was the only way, right, to sort of figure out the path for um, for getting those ads back on track, right? And it's also so helpful to understand that like for us, you know, there was a, a couple weeks there where they're like, what the F is going on with the performance of these ads? But it wasn't until we started talking to other business owners that were like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we're actually in the same exact space and everyone gets into testing mode. And so it's pretty tangible to see with marketing because at a certain level of marketing, like it's it's so experimental, like at a certain level of marketing and a certain level of performance, there's like nothing to Google. <laughs> you just, you know, you have to just really solve problems that sometimes are absolutely brand new. And in order to sort of cut down the learning time, having that network of founders is so important. Now, whether you're functioning on like the highest level or you're sort of still f- trying to figure things out, talking about different aspects of the business with those other founders is just so valuable, right? Not just like the general trials and tribulations, but really like, oh, how did you source that like great VA that you have? Or who do you use for your digital ads? Are they ever any good? Because having those direct recommendations are amazing. And also, you know, how are things converting? Get best practices from other people. It's just so, so helpful. And often with other other founders, other entrepreneurs, you can do like a lot of great brainstorming together that is at a higher level than you can be doing with your team. Um, But that also segues into sort of the last reason I think it's really important to, to find your community and find your people is just put yourself in situations where people are further along than you are. And I think that sometimes that feels difficult to do because, you know, we're maybe only seeing like what we see, like we're seeing the reflection in the mirror. Um, And so it may feel and I know that this is this is something that I I personally struggle with where, you know, you kind of it's hard to gauge, right, who's like who's operating at what level, like what revenue people don't usually go out and share what their revenue is, right? And in a conversation. And I think that that's like a huge mistake, because a there's like no shame, right? We're all figuring this out. And we're all growing at the rate that we can. But you want to get yourself into a room with people that are doing what you want to do that have double, triple, quadrupled the revenue that you have. Because you want to learn the strategies, you want to actually make that feel achievable and possible for you. And the only way you could do that is if you're like talking to someone that's already done it. Because if you don't know anyone that's already done it, it's really easy to kind of make excuses for why you aren't where you want to be. And so this could be um, this could be the form of like paying your way in. 
And this is actually what I personally am um, not struggling with, but something that's been in my mind recently where, you know, I know that in order to get the access to that next level, oftentimes it's sort of like paying your way into high-level mastermind. So I might I might be getting there. I think in the second half of 2022, that is going to be a focus for me. And I will share my findings with you and say, is it worth it? And what mastermind I, um, if I can, like get, uh, share on the podcast exactly which one I get into. But I think that there's something so powerful about that. And here in Miami, where we where where I am situated, um, there is definitely a lot of new founders, um, but there's not a huge amount of it's changing and it's growing. But like mentorship from, you know, really successful founders that have like exited that have kind of like been to the end of the rainbow and can then reinvest their time in the in the community and in the ecosystem, that's certainly changing. Um, but yeah, sometimes you just got to have to pay your way in. But there's also the other idea of like, maybe it's not a mastermind, maybe it's a conference. You know, I found that conferences are really, really great catalysts for thinking bigger and sort of showing you what's possible. And so it's also been on my heart to get to a business conference. Um, and when I decide which one that is, I will inform all of you out there in podcast land, and maybe you can join me. Um, there are a few that I have my eyes on, but they haven't been scheduled yet because COVID and all of these things. Um, but again, if it's a mastermind, if it's if it's a conference, uh, what I have on my mind, and I would encourage you to do the same if this is something that's kind of like switching your lights on right now, is just making sure that whatever um, you do do is in line with the stage that you are in. So actually, as this is on my mind, mastermind and conference, of course, I've been seeing a lot of like ads on Instagram and like things that come into my inbox. And I've been parsing out like, and really determining like, is this really going to get me to the next stage? Or is this going to just be a distraction? And that is a really good question that I will leave you with. Because regardless if it's joining a community or going to a networking event, um, whatever you invest your time in, you want to make sure that you're just completely 150% focused on your goal. And I think it's really interesting, especially because there's really clever marketers out there, really persuasive email copy that makes us feel that scarcity that we need to be joining and doing this, that, and the other. I think we absolutely need to get involved with community. We need to be networking, expanding, seeing other businesses, understanding what's possible. But with the core um, anchor of understanding, like, is this a distraction from my end goal? Or is this really going to help get me to the next level? And maybe you go to an, an event or you join a group and it doesn't feel right. I'll just speak from experience. Like, just move on. No hard feelings. Light and love to everyone, right? But find your people, the ones that you feel comfortable with, the ones that you feel at home with, because you're also looking for that like energetic connection, right? Because when you have that level of comfort and that energetic connection, you're just going to get much more, much more out of the relationship. So I hope this episode was um, insightful, useful. 
And I would love to hear from you. What communities are you a part of? I I feel like there are so many more communities out there that I even know about. And I love talking to my founder friends and hearing like what podcasts they listen to and what um, and what conferences they're going to and what programs that they've, you know, they've been to or what what accelerator they've been to. Um, because I feel like the internet can be kind of like a narrow place sometimes because of all of the data and the algorithms. They, they just kind of like feed you more of what you have or feed you more of what you already know. Um, so please share with me either in the comments here in the show notes or you can always DM me on in LinkedIn. That's where I like to hang out. All right. See you back here next week for the Marketing for Startups podcast. And until then, I'm trying out this tagline. Remember, consistency is key in life and in marketing. So make your decision right now. What are you going to commit to being 100% consistent with in order to push yourself forward to reaching your goals? Alrighty, see you back here next week. Thank you. You did it. You made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member and i hope that you found this helpful if you did like this episode it would mean so so much to me if you subscribed if you rate and review this podcast it helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying it also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on instagram and tag me at ugly ventures u-g-l-i ventures v-e-n-t-u-r-e-s I am always so appreciative to hear from you and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.